genre. Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where you throw us the tritium and we'll throw you the Spider-Man 2. <laughs> One parting of the Red Seas minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Zach Luna. And I'm Mark Giannacchio, uh, co-host of The Amazing Spider-Talk and author of 100 Things Spider-Man Fans Should Know and Do Before They Die. Welcome back, Mark. Hi. thanks for joining us again uh today we're talking about minute 103 which starts with uh doc ock telling the passengers that spider-man is his uh and ends with uh ock asking harry for uh man you got the tritium you got yeah where is it come on hook me up hook me up i know you got it (laughs) yeah yeah um I had to I had to throw in that Raiders joke. Uh, I, I've been waiting all season. I've been waiting all season for that for that it's Raiders joke. It's worth it. Um, <laughs> anyway. uh, so the uh, yeah, so he's he's mine. Uh, which as we as we talked about last week, um, Doc Ock's motivation for this whole train sequence has been very murky. Uh, yeah. Uh, as far as like how this, how he's planning on executing his goal of of <laughs> stealing Spider Man, uh, doesn't really like. Oh, I know. Like I'll like, I'll come up <laughs> with this elaborate train sequence thing, and then we'll t- I'll tire him out, and then when he's when he's sleepy, I'll steal him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like it's it's really it, it's a bit of a stretch. Um, but now that you know he's he's weak and everything, it it. It's fine. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't think he planned any of this, but now that it's it's here and he's like, he's mine. I'm taking him. I, all right. <laughs> oh, you sure. know. Why not? Yeah. No. You got I, to I, where like you it, needed to get. Yeah. At that point. At that point, it's fine. At the, at this point, it's 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 good to go. It's just everything leading up to this point. I'm just like, I don't know how this is helping you. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> Um, all you need to do is like take, uh, you know, uh, one, one of each of Spider-Man's limbs and each of your arms and then just like walk over to Harry's. Like, I don't yeah. know. You're good. It's- oh my God. How amazing would that be? Just seeing like Doc Ock, like he can't use his arms. So he just has to like walk, like just like a normal oh. person down the street <laughs> with Spider-Man being held up in his arms, like above him. And he, you know, and Spider-Man just like, you know, throwing quips at him. He's just like, quiet you. <laughs> and he's like super exhausted because he has to carry the weight of Spider-Man and his arms just like on his two legs. Like, Oh geez. Yeah. <laughs> I should have taken, I should have taken the train. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, um so uh yeah then we get this great heroic moment where the again we're talking about sharing the burden 
Yes. Uh, you know, Sp- Spider-Man got between them and danger a second no. ago, and yeah. now they're stepping between him and danger uh, in return. And uh, I love that. And it's yeah, it's definitely a uh, a familial scene with the bridge sequence. Uh, from totally. the last film, I mean, it's yeah. in in a lot of ways, it's it's a uh, it's just it's just the same sequence. Like it's yeah. a lot of the same kind of themes, you know. It's like oh, there's like a little train car full of people, and he's gonna yeah. save them, and then the other people are gonna Spidey, come to his rescue. New York, yeah. yeah, yeah, right, yeah. No, it, I mean, it's a very similar thing. It's just done so much better here. Um, yes, uh, not that the other one isn't, it. <laughs> isn't isn't good, but it's it's this is better. Uh, mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so I I love that. So okay, yes, this first guy that steps in front of him, yes, Joey Diaz. <laughs> yes, this guy is in a bajillion things, right? So many things. Yes. So this yeah. Joey Diaz is a stand-up comic and actor, and he is kind of everywhere in everything, uh, often playing like a mobster. Um, but so people <laughs> people might remember him as uh, Big Tony from The Longest Yard, which is kind of his biggest like uh, movie credit that he has. Or as Joey from My Name is Earl, where he's like one of the recurring characters that Earl deals with. Um, he's on currently on uh, I'm Dying Up Here as a comic named Taffy. Uh, he has his own stand-up special. Uh, I've forgotten what it's called, but it's Joey Diaz. He, on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, he's Sal from Sal's Pizza. He mm. He's in everything. My favorite credit he has is Angry New Yorker on How I Met Your Mother, which I think <laughs> just like <laughs> is a name for a whole brand of being a character actor. Uh, <laughs> angry new yorker angry new yorker yeah i love <laughs> I, he has just like one of the best faces uh yeah and he is so he's he's being so vulnerable while he's being brave which is what i love about it right now um mm-hmm. i i just adore it yeah um what other things might you have seen him from because he was on um I think it's something like a hundred different credits on here. Like it's nuts. Like it goes all the yeah. way back to like taxi and ER and cold case. So there's a show. I can't put my finger on what show it is. Cause I can picture he's the most memorable part of this episode of the show, mm. but it was a show where he was, I, I, Oh, you know what? It might be Marin. Was he on Marin? He was on Marin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's the episode he, I'm thinking of. He plays Bobby Mendez in two, two episodes of Marin. Yeah, yeah. He comes into town and he's sort of an old fashioned comic. And, and, and Mark Marin is a, is more of like an alternative comic in, yeah. in many ways. And so this guy is like, is a guy from the comedy boom. And uh, he got, he got arrested and put in prison and he's been in prison for like 30 years. Oh and he God. was friends with Marin. Uh, you know, before going to prison. And when he comes out, he's just like, hey, man, you got any gigs this weekend? And Marin's like, what? what? And so he, like, goes with this guy around town as he's getting, like, booed off the stage because he's still doing comedy like they did in the 80s. Oh, my um, God. That's, that's sort wonderful. of... Um, uh, Andrew Dice Clay style comedy, yeah, and yeah, uh, and and he he's just like the whole world's against me, and you know whatever. And it was just a, it was a really good uh, like arc in those two episodes because uh-huh. it was like it was just sort of Marin being like, oh, I'm really beyond this now, and yeah. you know things are I'm, different. I'm stuck with this guy who like didn't grow at all because he was in prison, and I don't know. It was <laughs> it was a whole thing, and it was it was a really good two episodes, and that's. The most memorable thing that I, re- I remember this guy from. Totally, yeah. And he anchors this scene completely. I think 
Mm-hmm. I think there's a reason they chose to put him front and center in it because he's mm-hmm. just so good at. Uh, well, my favorite thing is like he literally has not been in this car until this moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A bunch of these people have not been in the car until this moment. Because it seems like we had our handful of named uh, uh, extras, not, not extras, but passengers. We had a handful of named passengers who have lines um, that were like our core group. And there were like a few people behind them that they could put into every shot during the Spider-Man's at the front of the train business. But now that they mm-hmm. have to fill the whole the whole train car with passengers, suddenly we just have a lot more faces we haven't seen before. Yeah in here which is fun also important to note fun with color theory all of the extras everyone in this scene except for spider-man is wearing black and brown yeah so that spider-man can just like pop uh and it's it's really stand out you know that's great yeah the same as when we talked about during the um the bank bit with uh aunt may outside right like when you draw a crowd of people and you the, the colorist makes them all one color so that they're, you know, one mass of people. And then your main figure pops out with their bright, bright outfits. It's like doing that, but in real life, it's really, yeah. it works. It's fun. Um, yeah. What else really do we good. <laughs> And it's so funny how unnoticeable it is when you're just watching the movie. But then as soon as you break it down and like someone points out, like everyone is wearing black and brown. It's like, <laughs> oh my God, they are all wearing black and brown. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, fun movie yeah. magic folks movie, movie magic. magic yeah so uh joey has the first line where he says you gotta you're gonna go through me and then i love this device of people stepping out from behind other people to like say their bit as they yeah. all well it's totally i am spartacus i mean yes yes very much yeah very, very much i am spartacus um the second one i'm pretty sure is tony campisi uh who He's an Italian actor, and it was a stage actor for a while. He used to be married to Kathy Bates, uh, did a movie with her called A Home of Our Own back in the day, and he was on Law & Order SVU for ages. But um, my favorite credit of his was he has a sole music department credit because he went in and recorded weird alien noises for the movie Invader from Mars. And so they have him as a special effects, uh, special voice effects credit. Fun. That is fun. And then the third one, which actually covers up Spidey. So we have people walk in a frame, but you can still see Spider- Spider-Man for the most part. There's this girl in glasses and braces who sort of steps forward and says, me too. Um, this is Chloe Dykstra, the um, daughter of John Dykstra, the visual Whoa. effects designer for the film. Yeah. Yeah. And dozens Co- of cosplay other... Cosplay extraordinaire, Chloe cosplay Dykstra. Cosplay extraordinaire, Chloe Dykstra. Yeah. I mean, sure... Like her dad worked on the film. That's why she was in this. Uh, but she has become like a, an internet personality of her own uh, these days. You know, sans glasses and braces these days. Uh, right. She is a model, presenter, host, and internet personality. She was on that show, Heroes of Cosplay. And uh, she is like a, a mainstay at a lot of of the big uh, conventions and events and stuff. And is in web series and sketches and whatnot. She's great. She was also in, um, uh, I think it... Did she have the starring role in wrestling? Is it wrestling? She's yeah, one of the main characters. I think she's Triple H in wrestling. Yeah, yeah, wrestling is yeah. wrestling. Yeah, right. Yeah, that, she's really um, great in that too. Um, yeah, she's kind of the last of the uh, named uh, uh, passengers uh, in this in the sequence, but there are a few other people in and around uh, the the tricky to identify ones. Uh, my favorite of the people who don't have lines but do have <laughs> pictures on IMDb is this guy on the on the left behind Joey. He's got like kind of a cool cap on or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's his professional name. He goes by is Show Brown, 
who is a uh, 10th degree Dan Grandmaster and skilled in many, many martial arts, according to his self-written IMDb <laughs> bio. Uh, wow. Taekwondo, Kenpo, Hapkido, Ninjutsu, Karate, Aikido, Wushu, and various more styles, and shows skilled in handling weapons. Uh, he is a martial arts actor and stuntman, and I just kind of adore his branding. So that's yeah, <laughs> I mean, obviously, look at look at how in shape he is. Um, yeah, he's ready to throw down. It's yeah. pretty yeah. great. <laughs> he's probably got some ninja stars in there and ready to go. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. why you wear those long coats. Yeah, he's he's definitely one of those guys who collects samurai swords. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, one hundred. He's the guy at the con, at the con who buys the samurai sword buys, yeah. for sure, and and takes uh, it home. Oh, I yep. forgot the the other like sort of cute one because we have been full of like cute little. Oh, let's put you know John Dykstra's da- John Dykstra's daughter in here. Let's put you know uh, Toby's half brothers in here. The other last one of those that's in here. And what's frustrating is because she's not an actor, she doesn't have any photos up, and I have googled her and cannot find out what her face looks like. So one of the young women <laughs> in this. One of the young women in this train uh, <laughs> is Savannah Post. Uh, I mean, Pope. Savannah Pope, who is Bill Pope's daughter. And oh. uh, she's in there somewhere, but she has no photos available on the internet, so I don't know which one she is. Uh, it could be the person right next to Joey. It could be one of the women further back in the car. I don't know, but she's in there. And yeah, I think it's I think it's the girl next to Chloe because yeah. the one in the front in the foreground she seems um, a bit she, old. Yeah, yeah, she's too old. She would be like Bill Pope's wife. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, cuz Bill uh, Pope at this point would have been late 40s, I think. Yeah. So I don't I don't think I don't he's think he, old, could have he was old enough to have a daughter that old. Adulty adulty daughters, yeah. yeah. So yeah. the other young woman in the train back there, but Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, fun. That's all fun. fun. And as far as I can tell, the guy (laughs) who does the final entrance, everybody stacks up. And then one guy at the very end makes like a foreground cross in front of Joey. (laughs) A real, a real Ted Raimi move, if you will. Yeah, a real Ted Raimi move. I believe, (laughs) I believe this is Randy Reinholtz, uh, which is just a fun, fun Mm. name. He does not have much in the way of other uh, acting credits. It seems like the people they cast to be, actor actors were all the ones that they used in the uh, front of the train sequence and then everybody else was a on the day extra that got sort of hey you look nice you're featured step in and look worried type of uh, thing on the day but i just nice. like that name randy reinholds <laughs> um, that's it <laughs> yeah but also i love i i love uh, like just without hesitation like we waste no time he's just like very well and then just mm-hmm just parts that red sea um, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a great and, villain move like it's yeah uh, he's like i i gotta get to the promised land you guys um it's like fine fine yeah <laughs> and i just i love that and i love the additional move of like he does that and it it obviously hurts a bunch of them mm-hmm. and and peter is just immediately like all right like it's it's okay it's okay i'm gonna stand go. down folks i got yeah, this it's fine um, it's not I worth it, that. but thank you. Yeah, like, and then he's got that boxer wobble. Um. <laughs> yeah, like he's ready to go. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful that like they step, they stand up for him, even though they're no match for Doctor Octopus. And then mm-hmm. he tells them to back down when it's not worth it. It's yeah, they don't nice even have distance like thing. the people on the bridge. Yeah, yeah, they just are. They were literally in the line of fire. Uh, yeah, and then <laughs> do less good. 
I love that Toby gets up ready to ready to brawl and then just is immediately knocked out cold. Yeah, <laughs> he's just he's got that I could do this all day kind of like yeah. motion. <laughs> and Doc Ock's just like, no, you can't. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Good night. Boom. Right down. Oh man, that was that that I I. I, 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 I mean, the only reason he, his nose isn't broken is because he's Spider-Man. I mean, that's, yeah, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> it's, I, I find it like a very odd physical strike personally. Like, it's like, I don't know. Like, is that to me, the Doc Ock move would have been like to pick him up and like, kind of like slap him around in the face a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, just to kinda, slam him like, into the ceiling or something. Yeah. yeah. Just to kind of like plunge the arm into him, like. You know, like like he's stabbing him with a knife, almost kind of yeah, kind of weird. It's, it's like a sucker <laughs> yeah. punch or something. Yeah. Like yeah. I expected a more traditional assault, but he's just like boom, right? Is in it your... open hand? Yeah, it's open hand. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So he he opens up the claws and hits him with the center, um, <laughs> of the metallic thing. I feel like that would hurt the arms more than it would hurt him, actually. If it's like yeah. open. Yeah, um, there's like important stuff in there. There's like wires and stuff. I don't and know. And all the uh, like cameras and sensors and whatnot. Yeah. Whatever. Did you like? Did you just smash your camera field. in your yeah. in your arm? Weird choices, Doc. But you know he's yeah. getting more and more bold and reckless with his choices these days. Like, it's true. <laughs> um, also important to note: uh, if you when when Spider-Man lands on the ground. Uh, we get a we get a nice shot of his bicep, which is not torn. Hey, uh, look at that! <laughs> Continuity is so, fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you're gonna do the stupid thing, at least be consistent with the stupid thing. Come on, guys. <laughs> I almost wonder if like the shot of him on the ground for this transition was a reshoot or something, where mm. like, oh, we need this like little bit of material to do our fun transition. Um, Let's go get a suit and shoot that, oh, but they didn't match. Yeah. Didn't match as we as we found out that they they have had trouble with transitions in this movie. <laughs> so. Trouble with transitions. That's a com- Spidey comic, right? Or it's a, yeah, probably. That's a golden book. I don't know. Uh, uh, trouble with transitions. That's like it's, I think that's a Star Trek episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this uh, this transition into the into the spider uh, emblem. Yes. Um, it is the most Batman 66. I think this show, <laughs> this series ever gets like it's a, it's the combination of, of the transition and the music yeah. uh, transition. It just feels very Batman 66, not a bad way at all. Like I love oh, no. it. I think it's, I never I think mean it's so that in fun. a bad way. I- yeah. <laughs> I think it's so fun, but it, it, there's just something about the way that the music comes in as we're doing this silly transition, it just reminds me of like, like it just, <laughs> I, I just really, I really love it. Uh, I don't yeah. know. I think it's you don't fun. have to be super serious all the time. You can't have weird, like graphic fun with these things, not graphic, like, Oh, yeah. graphic violence. But I mean like doing strange things visually, you can do it. And the, the movie will withstand it. If you yeah. have somebody with tone control, like Sam Raimi, so <laughs> now now I have another technical question that we need to talk about. Okay. Here it comes. As we know from last week, Spider-Man met Doc Ock on the clock tower at three o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, no. worst case scenario, it is 310 when he gets knocked out by Doc Ock. <laughs> 
what the hell have they been doing between 310 and arriving at Harry's place at night in the middle of a thunderstorm? Was was he waiting mm. for like mood lighting? Like what? Yeah. What was the situation here? Also, did he just continuously knock Spider-Man out over and over again? Or has... <laughs> Has Peter been out this whole time? Because if he's been out this whole time, he definitely has a concussion. And that is not knocking someone unconscious. That is knocking them into a coma. Yeah. Um, severe brain damage at this point. Oh, uh, severe. Yeah. Oof, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he had to take the time to go back to his lair with unconscious Spider-Man and make mix up some of that... Uh, Octo gas. What do we call it? Knockout. The we uh, knockout gas. Yeah, yeah some knockout gas. Uh, so he had to create that first to then further subdue, subdue Spider Man, so well, he could wait go. for the mood lighting. It's all yeah. it's all of them at once. Well, well, Plus well, he, he had to find all that barbed wire. I, mean, I was about to say he did tie him in barbed wire. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, he he actually he made that barbed wire himself from scratch. The arms did. Um, yeah, yes. and that's what he's been doing this whole time. I would say he had to go out and find it, and then he had to macro make it. I mean, come on. <laughs> first he first he had to find you know the the Lowe's or Home Depot that had the barbed wire, and then he's like, okay, so how much is that a yard? All right, so I'm gonna need this much. Okay, so then yeah. he's got to then he's got to go rob a bank for the money. Yeah. <laughs> Because he's then, out of his Scrooge McDuck coins because he, right. he bought all his equipment. Yeah. Right, right, so, right. Because um, as we heist. know, as we know, Doc Ock, he he believes in theft, but only from banks because they're insured. Mm-hmm. He will not steal through capitalism. Like, it, you know, he is, a, he is a firm believer of capitalism. I'm going <laughs> to spend my money and I'm going to buy these things the proper way. Uh, <laughs> but however, I will absolutely rob a bank because- yes. That's fine. That's survival that's, of the fittest. I mean, come on. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> he has a line he will not cross. Um, and uh, <laughs> so that's what that, he's been doing all day. It complicates your barbed wire acquisition. That's why it takes so long. I'm just saying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So he's had, he's had a whole nother adventure off screen. And then we arrive at <laughs> the vampire castle, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. The vampire castle where, where, like, where Broody McGee here. <laughs> um, is is literally brooding up a storm literally brooding up a storm and, and and i love how his shirt is just like blowing in the wind and oh it's just so yeah. so broody <laughs> it's so broody so uh, atmospheric so broody yeah this is this is the most anakin skywalker that harry has ever looked uh, totally in this, totally in this moment um and oh, i still man. i still would buy that casting uh <laughs> I do love the reveal. So we have our brood moment with <laughs> with our maker's mark again, maker's mark, and yeah. then we sort of uh, shift the camera to the right and reveal <laughs> the Doc I love I love weird like camera moves that reveal information. It's my favorite thing. Um, one of my favorite things. Oh I, yeah, I love it. And <laughs> it's really it's really fun. I mean, I'm with you. I anytime you can do you can do a one and done to tell information rather than cuts. I'm always mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's just so it's so much more cinematic. I think. Yeah. Cut yeah. cuts are cuts feel more like television to me. Whereas mm. mm-hmm. if you can if you can get everything in one shot just by moving the camera around and shifting focus and things, mm-hmm. um, that always feels more cinematic to me. Uh, yeah, because it's the opposite of like just getting coverage. Like, yeah, you know, oh, we'll get the coverage of this and we'll cut it together later. Versus, no, let's do a thing that tells the story 
even in one like small moment like this that I, I feel that difference. It makes it feel like a movie. Yeah. 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 Um, I, the painting of Harry's mother, um, behind him next to the fireplace. Oh, look at that. Um, yeah. I, I love that she's sitting in the chair that the goblin <sighs> helmet sat on. Yes. Mm. Yes. In the first movie. Yeah, I, I think that's great. Uh, uh, I just, I really love that. I think that's great. From the golem back and forth bit. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That is um, really great. And we still have all a bunch of different masks and stuff around the den and whatnot and all of that. Uh, this shot, this shot too, when they put Spider-Man down, I genuinely feel the movie magic there because I'm not sure how they pulled that off. Because mm-hmm. they very clearly are putting a real Spidey down on that uh, couch thing, and they very clearly have the you know mechanical puppets in there, but the puppets couldn't possibly hold his weight. So how did they? How did they do it? How did they put him down in camera with the puppets? Like I, I just don't know how it's done, and it kind of like just makes I, it feel like magic. I, I, I know, I definitely know. Okay, um, he is on, he is on a forklift. Like he's on a forklift like scenario, right? Where, where can, the for, the the forklift is on the right of the frame, and he's on holding the, like, his weight, uh, yeah. holding his weight on the prongs, and so it's coming down, timed with the. So with there's the a pump. horizontal structure holding him up that right goes there's down. It's like a with plate, him. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. why that's why his whole um, uh, his his you can't see like his his feet or whatever like it's not yeah yeah you wouldn't yeah, be able to pull this off if if you saw his entire body in frame mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. from from and, and you know Doc from Ock. head to toes yeah so hiding that part of the frame helps right it. yeah right. okay i yeah. see that that's how it's happening not it's to ruin like the movie great, magic no, but no, it's like a great magic trick like yeah it, in in the moment you're just like yeah there those are the arms putting spider-man down and you can feel the real weight of him on the the couch i just i love it love yeah it. no it's great it's really great um, Mark, what do you think about Franco's Harry? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, a complicated question. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, it's it's. I feel like at the time when these movies came out, I was okay with it. It's a little, it's an interesting interpretation. I mean, I always kind of found, at least from the comic standpoint, Harry to be a little more um, like nebbish. And this yeah. is like more, yeah. you know, like he's trying to be a, a master of the universe himself here. And like, I just, right. but, but it's consistent. Um, kind of, you know, I know we talked about that a few episodes ago about, you know, consistency in tone. I mean, I don't feel mm-hmm. like Franco keeps changing it up every other scene. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's been a while. That's true. Yeah. I, 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 I've always, um, I've always interpreted Harry as, uh, he would be Peter Parker if it wasn't for the fact he was rich, that he's rich, you know, mm-hmm. like in the comics. Yeah. Yeah. In the, in the comics, like that, that's how I always interpreted him in the comics, uh, which is like, that's kind of like why they're friends. Like the only reason he's popular is that he's rich. Uh, and so he can like, you know, get them, get his friends into things and buy them stuff and throw crazy parties and things like that. And so like that original crew like the really the reason that they hung out with him is because like well he's he's rich they, we can do whatever we do but stuff, yeah. but w- the poor version of Harry is Peter and you know everyone was like ah this dork whatever 
Um, <laughs> and and so yeah, making him sort of a sort of a hunk instead of nebbish like you called him. Uh, it's definitely it's definitely a change, but it's also something that has sort of become weirdly iconic now to the point where even in regular six one six. Uh, canon. They're sort of reinterpreting Harry a little bit to be more kind of hunky, sort of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And I feel like in Ultimate, he was more hunky. Um, oh, yeah. And then, oh, for sure. And, then, yeah. and, and, you know, a lot of the cartoons do it like this way now. I mean, but yeah, I mean, you go back to like, especially like Ramita's um, Harry. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think, stuff. yeah, I yeah, think he's like right. going around town in a bow tie or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And who can forget that Fu Manchu that he has for a while? Uh, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's that's not a great look. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I uh, man, I, I really I really do. I, I like him in these movies. Um, he's mm-hmm. honestly like this is, it's crazy but he's one of my favorite parts of spider-man 3 uh you know yeah. even even the stupid uh this the 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 stupid amnesia plot line like he's <laughs> so fun in that like when he has amnesia like he's such a doofus um, <laughs> that it, it kind of makes it a little fun you know uh yeah. so you know he has his moments for sure but yeah this is him at his uh I don't know that he gets any more broody than this. Um, you know, yeah. there, there's he he definitely has some broody moments in Spider-Man Three, but like for the most part, it, it's it's a little more like badass, quote unquote, brooding mm-hmm. um, like, rather than vengeance-y. this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a you know Byronic hero type of thing over here. Where he's right, just- right. Yeah. Mooting out in the corner. What was he even? Was he just looking at his mom's portrait earlier when he was drinking the drink? He's looking at the looking fire. At, looking at oh, the he's looking at the fire, of course. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's what um, you do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I uh I also love that he's he's like kind of crying a little. Like he's glassy eyed that mm-hmm. this is happening. Like and he looks so emotionally overwhelmed. Like this is what I wanted and what I've been dreaming about for the past two years. But now that it's here, like, I don't know what to do now. Like, you know, yeah. he just looks very overwhelmed. It's kind of, uh, it's good. Um, it's a, it's a nice choice. Yeah. The, the yeah, dog it's... has caught the car. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. What do I do now? Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, now I actually have to kill him. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I love too this final shot we get of of Ock. Um, yes, I see, he's just so purely comic book monster right there. I love him stalking forward and all of the arms kind of whipping up around him. Um, it's the most I think it's the most tentacly he looks in the movies. Mm-hmm. Is this type of shot? Because uh, a lot of the other times we're preoccupied with you know him running around lifting things or throwing things or chasing but this bit is just he looks like a creature with tentacles i love it yeah it's really good um there's also that painting uh back there in that shot that almost it almost looks like it, it looks like the almost looks like the band from like the cantina yeah um, <laughs> what is that i don't know like looks like a lot of people in masks i guess yeah. Yeah. folks yeah, yeah. Like they're dressed Frida in their Kahlo? sunday best that's for sure yeah um, <laughs> 
don't know. It's what rich people have, right? Just really creepy portraits everywhere. That's fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's what Norman has. He likes masks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and not just masks, but paintings about masks. Paintings of masks, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's a much weirder collection than every issue of Amazing Spider-Man. Wow. <laughs> Got that right. <laughs> I, I I prefer the latter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's certainly more specific. That's for sure. <laughs> oh man. Um yeah, no, this is this is uh this is this is great. And I, I'm excited to uh talk about the rest of the scene because this is this is a really good scene. Also, important to point out, yeah, he is planning on killing Spider Man on the on the on the in the same spot. Oh yeah. Where Peter, where Peter left his father, uh, dead in uh, the first movie. That's pretty good. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dramatic irony or whatever. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Time is a what flat is... circle. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what's that? What's that line the Penguin says in uh, Batman Returns? He's a. Uh, uh, dramatic irony or poetic justice? You poetic, decide. Yes, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's um, a fun movie. Uh, yeah, check out uh, <laughs> check out our discussion on the the weekend bugle, which you can find at uh, duelinggenre.com/support. Uh, no, what is it? Did I already <laughs> screw it up? Yeah. No, no, that was all right. That was all correct. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plugs are fun. Uh, <laughs> Those are all uh, my notes for this minute, guys. <laughs> so, uh, well, Mark, Mark, what do you, what do, you, what do you got? Uh, you know, plug, plug your stuff for one last time before we have to let you go. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, well, you know, our show is Amazing Spider Talk. Uh, we're 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 plunging through the Ramita Stan Lee era on Amazing Spider-Man right now. Uh, Dan Kabazi. My favorite era. Yeah, it's 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 a fun one. I mean, this this movie certainly pulls a lot from it. So, um, yeah, good for that. Um, and then uh, you can still find my book in bookstores, which is 100 Things Spider-Man Fans Should Know and Do Before They Die from Triumph Books. And uh, you can follow me at Twitter at Chasing ASM Blog and just, you know, say hi and, you know, talk to me about comics or whatever. Beautiful. All right. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Um, well, uh, Mark, thanks so much for joining us these past couple of days. It's been a lot of fun. I say it's a lot of fun. I, I, you know, I love this movie so much. So, you know, kind of looking at it at a, such a micro level was, was, was a real trip. I enjoyed it guys. Oh, that's great. That's great to hear. Uh, all right. Well, we will be back tomorrow. Um, in the meantime, go check out the, uh, the other, <laughs> the other podcasts that are crazy enough to, to talk about movies in this format uh you could do that by going to moviesbyminutes.com uh, my last check i believe there are 94 of these podcasts um, wow yeah doing doing this in this format uh chances are if you have a favorite movie or just like a movie you moderately enjoy it's probably <laughs> happening in this format in a podcast somewhere uh so go go check that out moviesbyminutes.com and uh, we'll be back tomorrow with Minute 104. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.